Welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. We're dropping frames, buddy. Dropping frames Fucking already. Dropping frames. Thirty percent of frames dropped. I, 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 I killed. So sometimes when we start the show, it happens. Yeah. And then it, and then they go down. So we'll just pray because we're now down to twenty-five percent instead of thirty percent. So let's hope that it works out. Um, that does happen sometimes when we first start streaming, and sometimes it drops. Um, I don't know, but hopefully you guys are seeing this and everyone's happy. We have a great show for you tonight. Hey, uh, it's Thursday, bro. We're yeah. almost back to the weekend. We're you work there. this weekend? I not. I do not. I am. Oh, off let's go. Friday through Sunday, I am off three days in a row, um, and there's two of those days that are nice. So I will be out riding my motorcycle at least one of them. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Because why not, dude? Why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why not just fucking enjoy the last weekend i might get in iowa before it's fucking frozen tundra uh but anyways we got a great show for you guys tonight before we get too far into it i gotta say what's up to my well-haired and wonderful co-host mr ryan kurtzer how are you doing tonight i'm doing pretty good uh, you guys can't see it but aj was over there like pointing at me like a, some sort of well mustached vanna uh and and I get some yep cocks in the chat. Yep David, cocks in the chat. David Brady, uh, I see you in the chat there. If you don't give me a yep cock, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to your house in real life. <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Let's talk about some sponsors. Of course, we got TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle. Where you get this great Tetris Tower Gang shirt that you see me wearing tonight. Drop some Tower Gangs in the, in the chat for, for my good friends over the Tower Gang. But you can get this Tower Gang shirt and a bunch of other great stuff by going to uh, toplopsa.com and using the term BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Um, and, of course, you can join the Patreon, subscribe, star, become a member of the YouTube channel where you get into a private Discord server with wonderful fucking people, great people, um, and get all of Top Lops's brand new gear when he drops some. He hasn't dropped some in a while, but I think he's getting ready to. Uh, up to two weeks before it goes to the general population at like a 30% discount. Really great stuff. And of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at, much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help organizations solve unsolvable problems in technology and HR arenas. They serve clients all over, but right now in New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Illinois, Ohio, Indiana, and their client list is growing. In fact, there's people who listen to the show that found them. And started using them because they found them through the show. Oh. So that's really, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help, they help uh, clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel problems. Not personal problems, like I had said <laughs> uh, prior to this show several times, like a big dumb dumb. Um, and new. Uh, new. I won't say. I don't need to say new 
I think, I, I think I think this is the sunsetting of new. this is the sunsetting of the new yeah. executive. They've producers. worn out their welcome. <laughs> They'll be, be around like, for a while. I yeah. love them to death. If you, if you want to want to keep the new title, pay us more. <laughs> no, uh, new executive producer of the show, Colwell Creative Content. Uh, they specialize in things like SEO to help your site rank well on Google or other search engines, website design, optimized website content writing, optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, newsletter writing, and design ghostwriting and uh, editing services, resume and cover letter writing, and they work with all kinds of clients, including in the real estate space, addiction treatment, mental health, healthcare, banking, and payment processing, but not the Federal Reserve. Not the Fed or the CIA podcast. Or the CIA podcast. Uh, they've, wor they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political candidates and influencers, such as Larry Sharp, who was a mentor to me and a wonderful friend. So uh, I know they're good. I know they're good. Word of mouth. I'll be using them for the show. So, uh, and they've been in business since 2012 and they've worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients. So definitely check them out. We are dropping 20% of frames tonight. Yeah, the, the stream looks fine. But the stream looks fine. Well, yeah. that's what I, I have the bit rate at like 6,500. Mm -hmm. So if we drop 20% of mm -hmm. frames, we should be able to operate a pretty decent stream still. Yeah. And if you guys don't watch it in 10, in 1080, watch it in 720, it probably will be fucking buttery mm -hmm. smooth still. Yeah. But it's not 60%. So. Yeah. And with, uh, the top lot with top lobster, I. Get your Raytheon shirts while you still can because you got a cease and desist letter That's from correct. them today. Yes, yes. My so, good friend Top Lops that so, got a cease and desist letter from Raytheon today. He's made is, it. Fuck it. He has made it to he the is. top, boys. Yeah, we, we so are, we limited time only. <laughs> we are finally at the pinnacle. Uh, guys, I told you we've got a great show for you now. I'm very excited. My friend uh, who lives here in Iowa, yeah, as you guys know, we're bringing guests into the studio now, and I'm a big fan of that uh, format. So if, like I said on the last show, uh, if you guys want to see more guests fly in or drive in or come and stay the night here and be on the show like you know, some big name guests that you guys like to see that I could get here. I just need to get here. Uh, please, you know, think about donating the show. It's really going to help us with that, that to that ends. Uh, but for now, I got great friends that live in Iowa that are very amazing and, and wonderful people. And one of them is my good friend here from the the retarded caucus. I mean, the redacted caucus oh. of the Libertarian <laughs> Party. Uh, and also he's an Iowa regional rep. Yes. District three. District three District rep. Three. My friend, AJ Fisher, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, allowing me to appear on your show. Yeah. And uh, the Redacted Caucus, Boogaloo Boys, all my people, hello. Yeah. Good evening. The Boogs. I, I, had been, I had been mentioning that you were a Boogaloo Boy. See, I, I've been a, I'm probably not allowed to say this on YouTube, by the way. There's probably, probably a word that you're not allowed to say at all. No. Uh, so I'll just continue to say the Big Igloo, which I've always said. Yes. Um, the Big Igloo Boys uh, have been, I've been fans of the Big Igloo Boys for a long time. Um, I, I would obviously not consider myself a big igloo boy, uh, but I do own a few Hawaiian shirts. You know what I mean, and and also Perfect. a few firearms and all that good stuff. There you go. Um, and uh, and I ride a motorcycle, so I'm pretty badass. You know. Uh, no, but seriously, I we were talking about that before the show, and uh, and uh, we we uh, we came to the conclusion that it's not the same. Redacted and big igloo is not the same. Yeah, Redacted Caucus is a home for Boogaloo Boys to in, in the Libertarian Party. Uh, so they're not one and the same. So the Boogaloo is an event, if you will. Right. Uh, the Redacted Caucus is a Libertarian Caucus that is a home for those people. So sure. We welcome them. Sure. And, I, and you know, there had been some, some tension in the Redacted Caucus at one point. I, and I, I did drop that bomb on you, like, right before the show. <laughs> I just thought everybody knew. No, what happened? Enlighten us. So, so there was, like, this kind of split in your caucus. 
There was. At one point. There was. I think that split remains. I'm in Iowa, so I'm very insulated from this. Sure. So I, I'm not, I don't want to pick sides or anything, but... Uh... I'm also in Iowa, and I did not get shielded from this shit. Um, so... <laughs> you managed to, like, Everybody, not get shielded from anything. Yeah, you're, just, you're just knee-deep in all of this shit all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of impressive. Well, and so I, so I was going to have this gentleman on my show. Okay. Who, who um, had said, yeah, I'm the founder of the Redacted Caucus and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. All right, cool, man. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. You guys sound like you stand for something neat. I like that. Sure. Um, and it started off bad. I didn't actually get to the show, so let me explain what happened. Okay. Uh, I, I had Top Lobster, who is my art guy, does all my art. Very amazing guy. Uh, he's, he is the show. Literally, I'm just a talking head. Without him, I'd have nothing. Okay. Ryan is now the other part of the show. Without Ryan, I'd have nothing. But Top Lobster literally gave us our entire aesthetic. Absolutely 100%. He draws, hand draws every guest that comes on the show. So he hand draws this guy as we got the picture from the social media. And the guy comes back and goes, hey, I need you to put a mustache on me. <laughs> and Top's like, I just spent what? fucking three and a half hours drawing you, dude. And you're going to come back and tell me. And then he had, wait, no, it wasn't even him. It was, he had somebody else come and tell him for him that they needed to a put a mustache. Grow a mustache. And so, and so Top's like, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to do that. Fucking sorry. Because the guy had a mustache at that point. And so I was already kind of like, oh, this is fucking bizarre dude i've never had somebody who just got like a free portrait of themselves because he'll get top if you've been on my show top will give you the raw files of the drawing that's awesome yeah, yeah it's fucking dope as a right graphic designer for I'm, free. I'm with top lobster on this yeah for free he's he doesn't ask you for anything right yeah. all you gotta yeah. do is come so on you're top. not getting a mustache you, at the last yeah, minute yeah all okay. you gotta do is come on break the cycle which oh no you know that sucks and then you get a free portrait of yourself hand drawn by the in my opinion one of the best artists in the movement for what they i do. approve yeah and so I was already pretty upset, but then I started looking into this redacted caucus more and I saw the split and there was some shady things going on. So I was just like very nicely and calmly like, all right, dude, here's the deal. I'm not going to do the show with you. I'm going to wait until I figure out all this other information because what it sounds like right now is shady and I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather have my, my friend Janae on the show. You know what I mean? Correct. And I haven't had her on the show. I should have her on the show. But I would rather have her on because she's been my friend. We've, well, we she's, follow each she's other my founder. Time. I don't know who you're speaking of that was going to be on the show, but that's who I recognize as the founder of the, right. the, the uh, Redactus and that's, Caucus. The more I talk to people regarding the Redactus, the Redactus Caucus, the more I understood that. Okay. Right? And so that was like, it, it was a matter of like 48 hours where I was like, all right, dude, we're not doing the show. I'm sorry. Like, I have to figure out more. But really, it was a fed. So then I started getting emails from this guy. Pissed off at me. Like, talking shit to me. Like, you're fucking weak and all this shit. And I'm like, all right, dude, now you're definitely not coming on the fucking show ever. You know what I mean? Um, and so, and so that was, that was my introduction to the redacted caucus. Wow. Legitimately. Of course, I'm, I'm a big fan of Janae and I think she's great and I, I really respect the shit out of her. And, and so, you know, that was my, that was my thing. I was like, I'm no way I'm going to fucking have you on my show before I have her on the show to fucking explain whatever's going on. You know what sense. I mean? Yeah. So, so, I mean, once you give me, give me the rundown, the elevator pitch sure. on what the redacted caucus is and what is your, your goal in the libertarian party yes so uh in reviewing uh, uh there was an interview between Janae and larry sharp and i really picked up on a point that larry brought up where he described the redacted caucus as a mutual assistance group and i actually think that's a perfect descriptor sure. uh, for what our group is 
So we're a uh, we're a unity politics group um, that's trying to bring unity um, within the Libertarian Party based around the Second Amendment. Boy, did you guys come around at a crazy time for mm -hmm. unity! All right, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're growing. Um, last year, I believe 2021 was the last time I heard a figure. We were around 500 members. We're growing. Uh, 2023 is going to be a big year. We've got some new changes coming. Um, so I'm excited about it. But yeah. our our goal is not to take over the party. Our goal is not to direct the party in any way. It's basically to serve as um, uh, a beacon to our members that, you know, let's talk about it. There's there's war coming. Sure. You know? Oh, there's no doubt. And there's whether a war it's coming. going to be a hot war, whether it's going to be a, a fourth war. generational war, and we can talk about that. I think right. that's already started. Uh, we want to be involved in that. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. And I, and I think, you know, I have a baseline for people in the Libertarian Party. That baseline is you must be anti-war, number one. Absolutely. You must be anti-Federal Reserve. Absolutely. You need to be, because you can't be sound money and, and pro-Federal Reserve. I'm sorry. It just can't happen. You have to be pro-self-defense, 2A, I, further than 2A, okay? I like what Iowa's doing in New Hampshire where they're basically saying, hey, we're going to fucking nullify all federal gun laws because they're all infringed. Let's, we can talk about that. And we will. Yeah, yeah. We and we'll get into it because you're, you're actually somebody who knows a lot about Iowa politics. I know a little bit about Iowa politics, but my, my mainstay was I was down at the state house during the medical freedom shit because my fiance is one of the founders of ICI and oh, Informed cheers. Choice and yeah, Julia. And, and so I was, I got to talk to the legislature and, and the, the state senators and stuff like that about like the COVID and the, and the mandates and all that shit. And so that's kind of what I was focused on in Iowa since I moved here. Now I'm like, well, that shit's all gone, right? <laughs> so now it's like we can focus on other good shit, like yeah. like you know, personal defense. And I, and and you know, they did they did pass constitutional carry here, yes, which I think is fucking great. It's um, awesome. I was not going to buy a gun in the state of Iowa until they passed constitutional carry, um, and they did. And now there it, there is a legit push to try and nullify the the federal gun laws, right? In, in a way, so it would nullify any future okay. laws from the federal well, government. That's, so the ones that are withstanding, and I know it kind of takes the wind out of the sails a little bit, but yeah. it's still a great amendment. Sure. We should still vote yes on the Freedom Amendment. Do that November 8th. Yeah. Flip your ballot over. Flip your ballot over on the back and vote yes on the Freedom Amendment. Sure. Um, it would add strict scrutiny to the legal language uh, in the Second Amendment. It would basically put the Second Amendment in Iowa's state constitution with strict scrutiny as the legal language, which is... Good. incredibly good for the right. individual right yeah i agree i, I think it's it, you know i i got in this argument with somebody on the last show's comments from, uh -huh. from new hampshire of course trying to say you know new hampshire is way more liberty based than iowa and i said well, how well we have better school choice no you don't i was like the number one school choice in the entire country dude. and it's not even close i mean we you literally can homeschool your children and you do not have to tell the government you just wait till they're 18 and petition for a diploma and they give you a diploma. They make it very easy here. It's, it's the easiest state to, to, to have school choice in. Yes, we have high property taxes. Probably, the, mm. I think, the fifth, fifth or 11th. Fifth, fifth I, highest, is it the fifth highest property tax in the country? Sucks. No sales tax. Or no. There's a sales tax, oh, 7%. Sales tax, 7%. 7%. What am I thinking? Of? It's the, no, we have state tax. We have state tax, but it's like really low. We have state yeah, income tax, low. but it's, it's been, been lowered in... Yeah, it's like it's like almost minuscule. It's like it's like three percent or but something. Really it just, and it's, it just makes up for the. And, and there's a plan to get it lower. 
And it just makes up for the, the high property tax, basically. But so, so, and then he's like, oh, well, you know, drugs, drugs, drugs. I'm like, New Hampshire's still got all the drug laws. I mean, they're still, you can't even smoke weed in New Hampshire. And, and I don't want to bag on New Hampshire. I love New Hampshire. I do. I think New Hampshire was a good spot for all the libertarians to move and coalesce and get into the legislature and start pushing these agendas. And I think that in the next two to five years, there's no doubt that New Hampshire is going to be way more liberty-based than Iowa ever will be. Okay, But I do believe that Iowa, in a lot of respects, is much more liberty-forward than New Hampshire. Now, we're run by Republicans, right? I mean, the state is, is basically run by Republicans unless you're here in the city where we live, which... You know, we have people like Claire Kelsey, who's my 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 state rep. Oh, Claire Kelsey, yes. Yeah. So I think is it Kelsey or Kelsey? I, I just call her Kelsey all the time. Okay. I, don't, I don't really I give a shit what Claire her name Selsey. is. I don't care. Either, I, I'm super pumped that you would be the challenger for her. Yeah. In the yeah, and that's I think that's the goal. I think that's what we're gonna do. Uh, uh you know, I was gonna run uh before, and then we had to move, so I had to move out of the district, and yep. and so I think that's the goal is we're gonna mount an, an offensive. Uh, over the next two years, because she's going to win. I will assist you in that offensive. Awesome. Yeah, so we're going to mount an offensive against Claire, whatever the fuck her name is, and I'm going to run a real campaign, because if, if she steps into a room to debate me, it's over. I spoke to her, actually, at a 2A rally, and it was off, it was off record. I, was, I had a GoPro going, yeah. so I talked to some kids. They had no idea that basically they were supporting a gun registration program. It's not even just a gun registration program. She's the biggest gun grabber in the whole state. Absolutely. It's not, it's not even close. If you talked to her face-to-face, about this, which I did, she knew nothing uh, mechanically about firearms. Zero. Their abilities, what their capabilities. She had no idea what she was talking about. Right. And that's the problem that we have um, in America with these, with some of our uh, uh, unconstitutional gun laws is the people making these decisions don't actually know what they're talking about. Right. They're not knowledgeable. Right. I mean, well, they're... I think you can extend that to most decisions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can extrapolate that out. Yeah, <clears throat> Any, anything done by the government is probably wrong, uh, and we know that. And you know, when I when I had heard the the rumors that that the DC journalists were basically giving the narrative to the FBI, and I was just like, the FBI is taking their marching orders from the fucking hill, dude. Like yep. legitimately taking their marching orders from the hill. That's when you knew it's all bullshit. Bro. Are like, we all in agreement that the FBI is now a weaponized gang against the American people? Oh, no doubt. And the CIA has been. I mean, it's, there's direct evidence. Well, the that. CIA, it's not just the American people. Right. They, they're correct. not exclusive they're, to the they're, American they're, people. They're, they're uh, domestic and foreign terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they, oh, YouTube's mad at us tonight, buddy. They have an oh, extremely yeah. specialized set of skills. Yeah. We, were, we, we will were, overthrow your government. This, this motherfucker, uh, Quest Fanning, thanks for the $5 super chat. He said, I'd show up not at all, uh, not at all a top guest, just like to travel. Quest, dude. You're my good friend, buddy. Anytime you want to come here, we got a room for you to stay, and uh, and you're more than welcome to be on the show too. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd love to have you on, buddy. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and then somebody dropped in there that I bought a YC9, which I did not buy a YC9. Um, but I don't know. What do you, what kind of guns do you got, bud? Let's talk. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh no, nice try, yeah. Fed. Nice try, nice Fed. Try, nice try, Fed. Um, Dang it, almost got him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I talked to Janae a little bit sure. um, prior to the show. And she said uh, they got a new flag or something for the show. Have you have you seen the yes. for the for the redacted caucus? I I saw uh, the latest and greatest last night. Um, was there? Did you get an image sent to you? I did. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. 
do let's, you think about it? Let's let's throw it up. It's I up, like dude. it. It's been up. I like it. Yeah. yeah. You like it? I do like it. Oh, um, okay. I think so. There were some requests for a flag without any uh, markings or writing, and so okay. I think that fits the bill. It still uh, is true to the original, but uh, switches it up a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's a nice flag. You can see it on the screen if you're looking now. I, I think it's I think it's nice, dude. Subtle. Mm-hmm. It's got the Hawaiian print. You can't go wrong. Yeah, uh, good to have that. It's, in a it's got bit. my my favorite big igloo on it. Oh, speaking of which, there's a bag behind you. Uh, there's some gifts in there for you. Oh yeah, you were telling me. Should I? Should yep. I uh, you yeah. need to open those uh, during the show. Yeah, yeah. On the show. Oh, I yeah, just, we I got, got rid of my. We got a betting line going for if it's a dildo, or, <laughs> dildo or not. So place your bets in the chat. Oh, dude, so I'm, I'm from Des Moines. I'm, I'm a third generation East Sider, so you need to have your official uh, Carhartt beanie. Oh, dude. And gummy bears. Yo, these are like my favorite gummy bears. Yeah, I watched the Sean Ryan show. Apparently, vets uh, like gummy bears. It's like crack. That's bizarre. So I couldn't go wrong. I, I literally gummy bears and so gummy bears and sour gummy worms. Yeah, they're sour gummy bears. Sour, they're the best. In the world. Sour gummy worms are oh, really fantastic. I did. Dude, I love you. That's very sweet. If I love you not, too. If you can't see, he bought me a really nice Carhartt beanie, and I was just thinking because uh, it's gonna get cold. Yep. The Tim Pool transformation I heard you, has. Begun. I, I don't want to say bitching. I don't want to use that word, but you expressed concern over the temperature drop in Iowa. So yeah, it's coming. Uh, yeah. In fact, it's a conditioning thing. In fact, I'm very. I've been riding. So I ride my bike to work. I ride my. I ride my motorcycle. To work <laughs> Not for long. Every day, uh, and I've I've made a promise to myself that I will I will make it at least through October, at least as okay. long as there's no active snow on the ground. Yeah. You could probably do November too. Yeah, honestly. I think I can make most of November too. So, yeah. so I'm. I'm it depends buy it. on the October. It's gotten like it has been very cold. Ten degrees well, in October before. And I'll tell you, there's some mornings. <sighs> there's some mornings, dude. Right now, already, that have been rough. And I live 1.1 <laughs> mile away from my work. Okay, <laughs> but and so so now I've I went from just a hoodie riding to work in the morning to a hoodie and a Carhartt jacket, yeah. and I wear a full face helmet too layers yeah p- people Key are like layers. people are like dude you live in iowa why do you wear a helmet uh because i'm not retarded all right because the one time i wrecked on a motorcycle i got up and walked away from it only because i was wearing a helmet i would not still be here if i did not have a helmet on i promise you that so that's why i wear a helmet because i'm not retarded for my first motorcycle accident because i wore a fucking helmet <laughs> dude um but it has been cold and i was just thinking i was like you know at work sometimes i have to go outside you know very occasionally and so i've always had a beanie at work i wear a beanie to work and uh my old beanie's getting pretty rough after two years, and so now I have a really nice there you car go. beanie. The receipt is inside the beanie. Nice. If you I would, I like a high-vis beanie, no. you could take it up a notch. No, I like this. Thing. Okay. It's perfect. I love it. Pr- I gray is my shit. I love it. I'm a fan. Thank you. There you go. You're Very welcome. much. Um, he says we need to start talking more about graphene and Civil War, just so you know. <laughs> um we we can't get too far into the Civil War because I'll go off and then it'll be fucking. Well, yeah, I, I'll go off about it too. So, yeah, um, that might be. We, you know, I've got some PG thirteen material for the Civil War. We can talk about. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, uh, that, okay. just, that's for dangerous example, territory. For example, I'm gonna be very careful here. So I was talking with a friend here recently, and there was a, a question about the constitutional carry in Iowa, and he said something to the effect of. I don't want to carry because I don't trust myself to be trained enough to use it properly. I don't want to cause collateral damage and, and whatnot. And I, we, there were some questions about training I don't want to get into. And then I said, have you ever just dry fired at a piece of tape on the wall? <laughs> he said no. And he admitted that um, his 
uh, father, I think grandfather and uncle, said, no, don't dry fire your weapon. You'll destroy it doing that. So he's talking about older firearms, right. which could be true. If you have a newer firearm, I'm talking 40 years or newer, yeah, and it's happen. a striker-fired Glock or something, you can dry fire to your heart's content. Right. So get a holster, get some training, and when you're at work, in your cubicle, <laughs> if you want. Desk pop. If, it, as long as you're legal to carry at work, or I don't want to, this is not legal advice, but right. pull out your piece and, and do a dry fire at the wall at a piece of tape. That's a perishable skill that you can practice every huh. day. That's something uh, simple for you. I didn't know that. I thought uh, the best practice you could get is living in a high crime area, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I'm from Oakland, the Oakland area. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah uh, you know what I'm talking about. Then you can't even carry. It. You're you're not allowed to carry a gun there unless you're a felon. I mean, that's how it works. Oh. <laughs> it would make the streets too dangerous if you did that. Yeah, yeah. only the felons should have guns in Oakland. You that's know what right. I mean? That's definitely why Oakland is such a bastion yeah. of amazing safety all the time. Uh, but that wasn't a Civil War joke, by the way. Oh, no. There, there was a mention of older. Yes. Oh, yes. There we go. He said, he said I got a, a Civil War musket. Civil War joke. Yeah, well, no, no, like, no, not a joke, but just oh, like, yeah. you know, something you can do that's yeah. not, it's An not super spicy. That's not super spicy. No, it's a that, live that ammo. Fairly you're violent. not pointing it at a person. Uh, you're just, you're training with your, with your daily carry weapon. And for those, I've looked in the camera right now. If you daily carry guys... We need all the help we can get, so train your asses off. Yeah, yeah, you should train. I mean, you know, if you're going to yeah, carry a firearm, you should, you should be trained. I've, uh, I've carried know. my firearm once, and I was selling something on Facebook Marketplace, and I was, I went to them, and I, I was like, all right, I'm going to carry this. I got a cock gun right now, dude, right now, in my gym shorts, ready to go mm -hmm. all the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That wasn't a joke. I'm getting drunk tonight, dude. Mm. I, uh, I had a long week. A long well, week. I, if, it's been if, a long week, dude. If you guys are not aware, yesterday, so we moved last month. I fired. My, I filed my taxes late. Okay, this year, uh, I think you're supposed to have them in by April. I filed them like the end of May, right? And I'm like, oh, they'll hit me with some like little low penalty, no big deal, whatever. It's a it was a big fucking tax return, dude. Like big, like the biggest one I've ever gotten by, by thousands, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, this big fucking tax return. Here we go. Maybe I'll finally get that Harley I want. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, uh, that, of course, that's not the case. I'm all going to go to kids anyways. But, um, and so I've been waiting on this tax refund. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I keep checking the st status, and it's not showing up. And uh, I got a letter in the mail, a package in the mail yesterday saying that they've disallowed all of my dependents, and I owe $15,000 in taxes. And I'm going, what the fuck? fuck is going on here that can't be true i know they're my kids i know that they lived in my house 100 percent of last year i know that i was 100 percent financially responsible for them uh that doesn't make any sense and so i immediately started calling uh the irs yesterday morning or yesterday afternoon how'd that go oh so i sat on hold waiting for someone to pick up the phone for about two and a half hours before i hung up the first time two and a half hours nobody came hung up so then uh, I decided I'm going to call back because it says on the paperwork they're open till 8 p.m. Like, mm -hmm. of course they're open till 8 p.m. They're fucking bloodsuckers, right? And, uh, <laughs> and so I call them back at like 6.15 in the evening and another two hours, two and a half hours. And I realized, oh, they're closed. Nobody answered. So I hung up. Then I called back today at about 3.30. I'm off of work at 5.30, 5.45 max. So I call them back, 3.30, on hold for two hours and somebody finally picks up this is now six hours that i've sat on hold waiting for the irs 
in 24 hours. They're betting on people hanging up. Of course. Because if you don't fight them, they just get their money and, they, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I have till November to get this shit taken care of, right? And, and I, I promise you, I, I swear to you, they're my kids. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I swear to you that they lived in my home. I know because I literally, I have, I got the receipts, dog, right? So I'm going, what the, what, I want, I'm, I'm like, lady, I want to know what the fuck triggered this, first of all. Because I filed the same as I did in 2020. And you guys, and my, my tax refund then was only like $4,000 less than it was this year. So it wasn't like a huge difference, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I want to know what's going on here. You know, what triggered this? And she said, well, I haven't really gotten into your case here too much. Let me, let me try and figure it out and blah, 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 blah. And she goes in there and she's like, oh, well, uh, Mr. Smith, it looks like uh, your, your uh, son is not listed as your son. My two-year-old son. That's mine, biologically. You guys know I adopted a couple kids, but. Yeah. I was thinking, well, okay, maybe our adopted kids, like their mom filed and there's, they have social securities for both and, and they're trying to, you know, and, and no, there was a clerical error and I didn't end up on the birth certificate for my two-year-old son. And I had no idea that this was going on at all. And so that triggered an entire audit yeah. of my whole refund and all my dependents. And they sent something to me saying, Hey, we need this evidence that these kids live with you and they're your kids. This is what we need. Listed all the shit. About a month ago, after we had moved from our old house. Oh. And so I had no idea that this was going on <laughs> until I get this letter. It's like, you owe $15,000 and none of your dependents are, are allowed. And I'm like, holy shit. And they're like, oh, by the way, we took your uh, tax refund that was supposed to be this much and made it this much. And also it's frozen because we're going to use it to pay ourselves back this much that you owe. Oh my God. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So I was pissed and I started getting on them today too. And I try to be nice because I know the IRS will hang up on you, dude. Mm -hmm. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? They're like, Hey, you pay us our money or, or, you know, and it, and it's really to a point now where it's like, okay, I'm going to go and get all this information that they need from me. And I'm going to, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it in. And then if they don't fix the shit, I'm going to spend more money to get a fucking tax lawyer yeah. and I'm going to go sue their ass because fuck the IRS, dude. You know what I mean? Like who the fuck do they think they are that it's... they could be like, hey, all this money that we took from you this year, uh, we're going to keep that. We're not going to give it back to you. And in fact, you owe us another $6,000 and we're going to need you to pay, pay up too because we've decided that your kids that you financially support by yourself are not your kids. Uh, the fuck you are, <laughs> you know. And, and this is all because a, a piece of paper wasn't checked in the right spot, or there was one a, piece of paper triggered the whole audit. Yeah, and then and then because I didn't send in what they asked for, they decided that none of my dependents, even though the other ones, like my my oldest daughter, who's going to be eighteen this year, or in next month, this month, um, my name is on that birth certificate, and she was underage with a baby that was living in my home. Right. That is. Her name is on her birth certificate. Even though I went to court and, and I have documentation that says the other two kids that aren't biologically mine are mine for good. I have all that, but because of one issue you've taken. Now I could understand if they're like, Hey, we found an issue with this dependent and we're like, we're removing this dependent until you can prove otherwise. Okay. No problem. I'll go get an affidavit. We'll get the, we'll make sure I get on the birth certificate the correct way and, and I'll bring it over to you. No big deal. It's coming. But to remove all of your dependents because they found a discrepancy with one 
is totally federal government shit. I mean, that's just how they work. That's how they operate. They're like, oh shit, we found a discrepancy. You know what we can do? We could take all of the fucking money. Yes. All of it. Which it could have been a phone call. They know where you're at. Call. They know where you live. Yeah, it could have been a phone call. Come on by. Phone call. Hey, man, this is I mean, the, right. the IRS doesn't do phone calls. Like, they don't call you. That's correct. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No, they, ma- they mail something. They would mail no, something. No, they mail something, right? So here's the thing. This is how it works. So now I have a giant fucking... First of all, they send you this packet of shit that you can't understand. <laughs> There's no understanding at all. They're like, oh, one dependent fixed, and this dependent, and two dependents under, th- under four are this, and, and you're like... Okay, dude, just tell me what the fuck happened so I can fix, so I can fix it. Right. But they don't. They don't do that. There was no information in the packet on why this was going on. They're like, here, call us. And then you see what happens when I call. Six hours of holding right. 24 hours, right? Because they, they don't want to pick up and let you have the opportunity because they want to keep that money, okay? And so, and so then they want you to send in all that information. There's like a, 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 they send you an envelope and shit. And so you're supposed to send this in and then they'll call you. Then they'll call you after you send this shit in, then they'll call you and have a conversation with you. It's like, bitch, just fucking call me. Just call me and say, Hey man, we found a discrepancy in your taxes. We need you to give us this proof. Right. Cool, dude. I got it. I'll run down to the store right now. I'll fucking, I'll get whatever it is. I'll bring it over and, and it's done. That's it. Because I didn't fucking listen as much as I want to be a patriot and cheat the tax code. I do. I want to be a patriot and fucking not pay taxes, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think pay as little as possible. I think it's I think it's absolute patriotism to 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 not pay your taxes. I do. I believe that. I agree. I don't think there's anything more American than telling the IRS to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I don't I really don't. And so so I want to be that guy. But I, I listen, I this is the same argument I have with agorists, right? Fucking love my agorist brothers, dude. They're dope. They're fucking dope, dude. But when it comes to the agorists, like, it's great. I'm glad that you can do that. I have six kids I have to provide for, dog. You know what I mean? I can't run fucking drugs down to Honduras, bro. Like, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I can't right. do that shit because I will go to jail. And then I have six kids who don't have a father to take care of them. I can't be that guy. I'd love to be an agorist. I'd love to tell the fucking government to kiss my ass. I'm never doing anything that you guys can see visibly ever again. And I try to do as much of that as I can. Right. You know what I mean? Through crypto or whatever. And, and come find it. You can't come take that from me. I'm sorry. You're never going to find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but in for a the way most part, that... I, have to pay, I have to pay my taxes. Yeah. You know? But they're penalizing you for stepping up and being a good father and trying to make everything right. And for filing the correct way. Now, if, right. you, if you know what you don't know about me is I have a full-time job. I know that the internet might say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually have a real fucking big boy full-time job that I actually work four hours overtime every two weeks. They pay me really well. It's the chunk that really sustains my life and my family. I also have a reselling business. I buy and resell all kinds of shit. Comics, cards, records, vinyls, uh, uh, old clothes, art. Ryan's seen mm-hmm. my art. In fact, Ryan helped me move. I gave him a, a, a what is a Smithsonian. Yeah, uh, something like that. books that have the prints in them. They're really fucking nice books. Yeah, I need, I need to figure out a way to like display those. Yeah, they're really fucking cool, dude. And so, and so I made other money but outside of my job, okay? Enough to where it had me worried. Ah, uh, yes. Because the show was bringing in a revenue as well. Especially last year, we had a part where they helped me be a lot more. The people that watch the show helped me be a lot more comfortable than I was. Yeah. We are not there anymore. We dropped a lot. 
Um, but there was a there was a time and Patreon and Subscribestar and PayPal and YouTube all keep track of that shit for the fucking IRS. All of them. Every single place that I can get paid from, that's what that's how it works. They've and got so, their fingers and everything. And so I claimed it. I claimed it all. Every fucking dollar, my man. Okay? Except for, I think, the subscribe star, because I only got paid like 1500 bucks. You're a better man than I. Yeah, dude. So like, <laughs> so, like, I did what I was supposed to do because I knew, first of all, I knew that telling them about that income wasn't going to mean shit because I have so many dependents. I'm like at max dependence. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I'm not, they're going to take almost And also, it's going to help me get more back at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so, so I fucking claimed it all. All of it. Boom. Every fucking dollar, dude. And they're still doing this shit to me. That's I could right. have not said a word about that other shit, dude. Not a fucking word. And I, and I claimed it all just to be, be the good guy with the IRS. And it didn't work out, dude. So now the IRS can kiss my entire asshole. You know what I mean? It doesn't pay to do the right thing. With the government. With the government. Never. It just doesn't. Yeah. You, you think it does, yeah. but it doesn't. I mean, you could just one day be sitting around being a benevolent, a benevolent monarch you know, and the next day you got some CIA jackass up your ass, kicking you out of your throne and replacing you with the new one. It's like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? I can relate. <laughs> you didn't sell us oil at a low enough price. Exactly, dude. It's we need crazy. our oil. Quest Fanning, what's up, man? Thanks for another $5 Super Chat. Hey, if anybody else wants to ask questions on the show, you can always drop Super Chats mm-hmm. uh, for the guests, for Ryan, for me, and we will read them on the air in the live show. They will make it to all of the podcast apps, so your questions are very important. But I do always prioritize the Super Chats because we just couldn't, we couldn't read the whole chat. Um, but Quest, thanks for the $5 Super Chat. He said, transposing two digits of my daughter, Franny's, caused me three issues between IRS and New York State spread over six damn years. Yeah, dude, that was the first thing. So I was like putting in my granddaughter's social security number wrong and they kept kicking it back. I kept filing, but they wouldn't tell me which social security number was wrong. Just all of them kicked back. So I'm filing for basically seven people, right? And they're just kicked the whole thing back. Sorry. There's a social security number that's wrong. That's it. That's all they would tell me. Can you just tell me, can you be fucking, I mean, do anything good enough to just be like, Hey, uh, it's actually this social security number is not matching up. No. They well, yeah, a, pri- a private company, you go to put the n- wrong number in, it would go red. Yeah. It would just It'd take like, it out okay, and go, oh, yeah. hey, this one work. isn't right. Yeah. It would direct you to it. It's fucking bullshit, dude. I hate these people. I hate these people so bad. Ryan, you okay? Are you watching Monday Night Football over there, or Thursday yeah. Night Football? The Vikings aren't even playing tonight. No, but apparently. I did, I did get a, a message from my sibling that uh, apparently my college classmate is the tight end one for the the Broncos. So I'm guessing he had like a touchdown. Oh shit, dude. Well, it is the Broncos. So, you know, unfortunately. What about you? You you a sports ball fan, buddy? I'm a casual Vikings fan. Okay. Let's go. Okay. No basketball, no hockey. UFC? Yeah. I'm, yes. a, I'm a big UFC fan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did MMA for like 10 years, so. Yes. Yeah, I was a wrestler for 14 and MMA for about 10. So. I actually have an amateur fight that's on YouTube. The first two rounds of a three-round fight where it's at a bar where you sign the waiver and yeah. it's a boxing ring and you fight MMA. No knees, no elbows, no groin strikes or eye strikes. Though. A lot of those smokers, you can't do even do head strikes. So. Uh, no, I got in tr- there was one point where he was downed and I, w- I was kneeing him and I got kind of like, Hey, stop doing that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you do it again, we're going to take three away from you. 
What's that? If you do it again, we're going to take a point from you. Oh, this wasn't that nice. No, no this was uh, Vukure or Uncle Bucks or oh, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. What's the point? If you do it again, yeah. you buy a round for everybody at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a bucket list thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a bucket list thing where I want to win a fight that I'm losing, and I want to lose a fight that I'm winning. And I'd already lost a fight I was winning yeah. when I was younger. We've all lost so, fights that we were winning. <laughs> I, I've never been in a fight. Oh, tonight's your night, buddy. Yeah, dude. We're going in the backyard. We're going right to fight after, after the show. The show. Dude, it's on. <laughs> yep. Fucking on, dude. Listen, men, men, there's a difference between men that have never been punched in the face and men that have been punched in the face. True. That's a very true. distinct line. And that needs to happen tonight, Ryan. <laughs> I don't think it... I haven't been punched in the face, but I've I've been hit a decent amount. I'm not going to knock you out or hurt you. I'm just going to hit you I, in the face. It, it was in, <laughs> when I did taekwondo is in sparring, so took a couple, a couple of solid rib shots. I'm a Chung Do Kwan black belt, if you see my nose. I don't know what the fuck Chung Do Kwan is. Dude, uh, Chung Do Kwan is a style of taekwondo. It's very old oh, school, okay. and it's a, what they call a hard style, not a soft style. Yeah. I know taekwondo. I don't. I never. I never practiced taekwondo. Oh, okay. I'm a more Muay Thai type of guy. Muay Thai. Shout out to Bree's family taekwondo in Des Moines. Nice. Yeah, I did. I did Muay Thai. Uh, I wrestled. I did Muay Thai. I did uh, jujitsu, of course. But Craig has a great suggestion for a fight. He said Ryan versus Ian. (laughs) Dude, for the ultimate, who's the real Ian, bro? Oh yeah, me and Ian Crossland. I don't think that would be a close fight. I think I'd kick his ass. I don't. He's a lot. He's a lot smaller than you. Like a lot smaller yeah. than you. Yeah. Um, but I. So I did. I did. Uh, I wrestled for 14 years. That oh, was, that's that was, a very good base. Yeah, that was my sport. I, my mom put me in wrestling at four years old, and okay. I wrestled all the way till I was almost 18. Um, freestyle Greco and collegiate. Jesus. So I did all, there was years where I did all three all three seasons basically. Um, and then uh, I joined the Navy, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be on the Navy wrestling team. That's what I'm going to do. It doesn't work that way. Um, and so I went down to a place called City Boxing in San Diego, which at the time I saw that they were doing something that looked like wrestling. I did not know what the fuck jujitsu was, dude. Okay. <laughs> um, and to make it even better, the jujitsu instructor was Dean fucking Lister. No who way. Who I had no idea who he was. I, when you said City Boxing, it kind of rang a bell. Yeah. I didn't know who Dean Lister was, dude. Like, I had no idea who he was. And then the Muay Thai instructor, this is, it gets better. The Muay Thai instructor was Brandon the Truth Vera, who's one of, in my opinion, one of the greatest Muay Thai exhibitionists out there. Absolutely. I mean, there's not many that are better. This man would be in the gym at 6.30 in the morning, kicking the big wooden fucking columns in the middle of the warehouse gym, dude. He's a beast, right? Um, so I got my ass kicked for a long time there because I didn't, you know, I put the gi on and I'm like, why are you fucking grabbing my collar, dude? Why are you grabbing my, my you know, I, I wasn't good. By any means. And I, yeah. I'm still not a great jujitsu guy, but I'm yeah. much better without a gi. Um, so then I did that for a while, on and off, and then I moved back to California in the Bay Area, and I, was, I went to Gracie Academy where the, the Diaz brothers and Eric Lawson and all these guys, I'd be in and out there sometimes. Awesome. And a other gyms. And then I moved to Portland, and it was like the first time I finally started to get kind of serious about it. And I walked, I'm looking for gyms because Portland, Oregon is known for MMA. I mean, they're one of the biggest MMA next to Iowa, of course. Militia, oh, yeah. Militia, one of the greatest to ever do it. One of the greatest. We make ever. wrestlers and war fighters. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so does and so does the Pacific Northwest, dude. Yeah. For that matter, I mean, yeah. they're, they're very good wrestlers there too. Um, it rains a lot, and people do inside sports. I mean, that's just. And so I walked into a gym called Team Quest, 
Um, and I started training at Team Quest, and my wrestling partner on some days was Chel Sonnen. Oh my god! <laughs> and and, uh, and so I start, and that was the first time I started doing judo, which is a lot of fun. I really, I really enjoy judo. Um, it's the one time I actually enjoy putting the gi on is judo. Um, and so uh, yeah, Chel Sonnen. I, I was first week in the gym. We're hitting the bags. We're doing bag work, like round bag work. And Chell's right next to me hitting bags. And I'm like, fuck, he was like my favorite fighter at the time, by the way. This is in the lead up to Anderson Silva 2. So in my opinion, he's already the champion because he, he beat Silva. I mean, you know. He's the best shit talker He's like, what kind, of guy gets, what kind of guy gets beat up for five minutes and thinks he won because he choked <laughs> me out in the last 10 seconds? I'm the champion, you know. I fucking love Chell. Not like that in real life at all. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, nicest, it's it's, most, uh, it's a character. Nicest, yeah. most down to earth man I've ever met in my life. He's from a really nice area, West Lynn, that he calls gangster from the streets of West Lynn. It's a really <laughs> nice area. Um, and so we're hitting the bags, and between every round, he's coming over me. He's fist bumped me. You're doing a really good job, dude. You're doing a really good job. I'm like, Joe saw it. And you know, within three weeks, I'm wrestling the guy. You know, right. <laughs> and uh, and I'm a pretty good wrestler. But Chell's a fucking Olympic caliber wrestler. I mean, it's there's it's a different level. Oh yeah, um, I'm a state. Oh, yeah. I've been to state several times. And he's a fucking Olympic. I mean, it's just a different level. It's humbling. It's humbling. Yeah. yeah. And so that was my MMA experience, dude. I was around all these really great, fucking amazing artists. Mike Pierce and fuck all these great guys from the north, uh, the Northwest. And um, oh god, dude, I can name people all, all the time. But the the team Black that 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 Shell was the head of. On okay. The, they all came to the to, to the gym. Uh, Uriah uh, Uriah Hall and those guys. They were in. Quest. So I was like, I got to be around all these great. Was people. this like early aughts? What year was this? Um, I moved to Portland in 2012, like January. Oh, okay, 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 January of 2012. Gotcha. Um, and then so I've never actually been in an MMA fight. All that really? training, and I've never been in an MMA fight. And so I was at uh, Third Planet, no. uh, t- Tenth Planet. No, third eye, third eye jujitsu. Oh, third eye. I'm okay. mixing the two up. <laughs> Uh, in the east side of Portland, southeast, okay. uh, with a friend of mine, Brian Tellis, who's uh, was a, was a pro MMA fighter, kind of washed up guy, but he was really he was good at one point. Um, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get you ready for a fight. We're gonna train for a fight." I'm like, "Fuck it, dude, let's do it. Sign me up. I'm 30 years old. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck it, let's go, dude. I'm ready. I'm I've been doing this shit for too long to never have fought. Yeah. And so there's the, this thing called the Rumble at the Roseland in FCFF. It's a, a amateur promotion. It's but it's really big in Portland. I can't, I, yours, this is your interview, and here I am. No, this is perfect. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and so I sign up. Um, I sign up for the, for the, for, you know, to do this fight, dude. And I'm training and training and training. And, and uh, I don't even remember who it was, bro. One of the Gracies, one of the, I don't remember which Gracie, walks into the gym, and I'm fucking freaking out. I'm like, yeah, go show off, dude. I'm doing bag work, and I fucking plant to throw a kick on the bag and turn my foot over, dude. Over. <gasps> I'm looking at the bottom of my foot, straight up at me. I mean, it swole up like a fucking watermelon. Never went back. That was it. That was the end of it. That was Never it. trained again. Uh, a couple years later, I played semi-pro football again. I went Because football was my other sport. And okay. so at 33 years old, I played my last season of semi-pro football. <laughs> and uh, we went to the championship and lost. But it was, uh, it was pretty fun to say, yeah, I'm the third oldest guy in the entire PNFL. And, uh, and I made it through the whole season. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a crazy story. I love MMA. Yeah. I, I really do. I, and I'm not like, I don't walk around in affliction shirts and tap out and shit, but I fucking love MMA. And I'm kind of one of those sleepers that's like, I'm really big and I got hands and, and you probably shouldn't talk shit to me at a libertarian event. <laughs> I just, I just have a concrete skull. Yeah. Those are and, the best. And I'll, I'll send you the link to the fight after this. Yeah. I'd love to but watch it. You too. can see me get hit in the head. I think four times where he's, there's no blocking whatsoever. 
and he hits me right in the head. I don't know how he didn't knock me out, but we were, I was like 200 pounds. He was like 210. Oh yeah. Maybe, but just walked in off the street and wanted to fight me. Some people got big, some people got really thick skulls, dude. I mean, he just wasn't conditioned. That was what what won the fight for me. I was conditioned. That's all amateur, all amateur fights. Yeah. Whoever has the best cardio is probably going to win the fight. That's all amateur fights. He was in full mount in the first round. Anyway, we'll show you later. No, I love it. I love you. You, you want to get you want to get full mount later? No way, no way, no thank you. Yeah, this was before I knew any jujitsu. Uh, any, I was taekwondo, boxing, some muay thai, and I went in there thinking I'm going to wipe the floor with this guy. Not so much. It's car- it's all about. Cardio There's always a puncher's am- chance. It's always about cardio in the amateur fight too, dude. It really is, dude. I, people yeah. don't understand that. Oh, he was puking in the bathroom. Like it, oh, his yeah. brother wanted to fight me actually after the fight. I wish I had that on tape. I won the fight. And then his brother was so pissed that he said, I'll fight you right now one round. Of course. And you're and like, dude, a bitch. I, I wish I would have done fight. it. That would have been pretty badass, yeah. but I didn't. I was like, I'm done, dude. I was concussed. Uh, Mr. Heath Long, thanks for the $20 super chat. Rick's, he said, Rick Stewart for governor. That is all. $20 super oh, yes. chat, dude. Yes, there's, I'm wearing my oh, Rick yeah. Stewart He's got a Rick Stewart, Stewart legalized freedom yes. weed shirt. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Heath Long is an Iowa thanks, candidate as well. He's, he's out of uh, Lynn County. Okay. Yep. Okay. Down there where the, the some of the people really hate me, I think. Somebody, uh, I, I sold that. Possible. Story. Okay. I, where, where on this planet can we, there isn't like some small cell of people. I don't know, but I'm going to need to doesn't Joe hate your guts. I need to Joe Rogan you and tell you to move that microphone a little closer to your mouth, buddy. You're cutting out. Is this better? Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Um, level zero is five. Are we dropping check. frames? Are we dropping no, frames? No, uh, 7.9. So it's like, it's. You can't Excellent. even tell. Excellent. Uh, Level Zero, thanks for the $5 Super Chase. Said, I'm always up for MMA talk. Dean Lister is a badass. Dean Lister, yeah. I, I would like to say that my knees are bad because of Dean Lister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow, think, follow his Instagram. His Instagram is sick. I don't think anybody has better leg locks on the planet than, than Dean Lister. I really don't. He was, uh, I, wish, I wish he's one of the people that I wish would have been a champion in, in the UFC and I think could have been had it been under un, uh, different circumstances. And I think yeah. the brand in the Truth Vera should have dropped down a weight class and never fought heavyweight and fucking would have <laughs> definitely been the champion. Didn't he have that grave digger celebration? Yes. Yes. Um, and he also that. is the one who probably had the very worst nose break I've ever seen in an MMA fight. Oh, I'm trying to think of that. It was bad, dude. Like, like, mm. like a fucking full ass yeah. in front of his face, dude. I was like, God damn, dude. And I think he fought like three months later or something too. <laughs> um, anyways, I could talk about this all the way. Oh, that's right. Heath is a, is a district rep. AJ's colleague. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So, I heard, uh, I knew, I knew, I, I don't think, I think I met him at the convention at the, the Iowa convention briefly, but I don't, it's not someone that I'm like, is it district two Southeast? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm yeah. Ju- listen, they are like, Hey, what do you want to do on the, on the Iowa board? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, but I'm uh, I'm missing an LNC meeting right now. Yep. Um, it's an executive uh, ex XCOM meeting, and uh, I've told I, I can't do Thursday meetings. I got to. They'll show understand. Me. I hope so, man. They'll understand. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're not happy about it. But I gotta, we could just slap it on, like on the screen here. In the we background. could live stream it and just do like <laughs> that'd be so fucked up. You're like, and and you just missed, like pop in missed, every now and then. <laughs> you missed the meeting to live stream it and chat about the meeting. <laughs> No, I love I love you guys, but we've uh, dude. This LNC's had more meetings than any LNC. I've been this is my third time being on the LNC in a row. Way more meetings than I've ever been to on the LNC, and I can't do Thursday meetings. I have a show to do. This show is important to me, and it's important to my family. So Sorry. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So does Ryan. 
So uh, we had a lot, a long talk about MMA and sports and uh, the re- redacted caucus. Janae got mad that I said the redar- retarded caucus. Oh, here we go. Yeah, she's going to be bitching at you for a while, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, Janae's great. She, I think she was in jest. She was upset about it. But uh, uh, so so uh, what do you guys, I mean, what's your what's your next goal for the re- redacted caucus? I actually have to make yeah. myself say redacted. Redacted. <laughs> so uh, I want to recruit here in Iowa. Um I don't know if there's any other members in Iowa. Uh, we do have a Discord um, server, and there there is not an Iowa entry on it. So that's going to be an addition to our Discord server. So I'd like to say I'm the only Redacted Caucus member in Iowa. If there's others, hit us up in the Super Chats or uh, find me on social media. But uh, we want to recruit and grow our numbers. I uh, I will join the Redacted Caucus here in Iowa, dude. I'll be your second member, buddy. Let's do Just it. Just don't ask me to do anything. Let's do it. No, we don't do, no. <laughs> absolutely not. I have I have way too much on my plate right now, man. Nope. But uh, come train with us in the shadows. Yeah, I'll come shoot. I'll come shoot with you guys for sure. And as long as I can ride my motorcycle there, I'm ready to go, dude. And Anywhere I, I can I, ride my motorcycle now. And it, I can't believe I have to state this, but I'll look in the camera and say, I would never kidnap Ken Reynolds. Okay, I think we all know that. Is no this, one. Did you watch the show with Brandon? I did. I did. He was a. Uh, can you believe that shit? That's dude? a hardcore That's motherfucker. It's a hardcore motherfucker. Dude. Yeah. Nineteen months in federal prison uh, for nothing. To take on the feds and say you don't have a case, I'm gonna win. Yeah. I don't care how long you keep me here. That's. Takes balls, dude. That's a, a certain mental attitude. Big so, fucking uh, brass ball. Yeah. Bro. Let's cheers. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Cheers yeah, to I Brandon. One, I got one to Brandon. It's too, amazing. He's you're drinking Miller Lite. I'm mm-hmm. drinking Miller High Life, the Champagnea beer. That's my shout favorite. out to Scallywag Tactical. I'm drinking Miller purified drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying the show. I do really appreciate the super chats. There was a time uh, doing this show that was very lucrative, and so what did I do? I went and built like a very expensive studio. Yeah. To to lose money. That's <laughs> how it works, dude. I hope everyone enjoys it, though. That's all. That's all. It'll come back. Yeah, I think so. I did take a long hiatus because we had mm-hmm. the baby and all that shit. And mm-hmm. Then I came in and I was like, "Well, I can't start it right away because I got to fucking build a studio." I really wanted to have in or in person guests. I just that was like the thing in my head. I was like, I really want to do in person guests. I don't want to do just virtual guests anymore. I'd like to get almost completely away from virtual guests. In person is better. It's better. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we have the Tim Pool format, but like way cooler. You know what I mean? And somebody actually said that in one of our comments on one of our chats. It's like, oh, dude, this is like Tim Pool, but way better. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's finally catching on. Someone's finally understanding that we're way cooler than Tim Pool. I don't know. Ryan, what do you got, man? I don't know. I mean, we could talk about the <clears throat> one of the trending things right now, the new movie Velma, where she is very, very aggressively gay, apparently, and Shaggy is black. And they're making a huge deal. Look at Velma and her sexuality, and this is groundbreaking and all of this. Motherfuckers, Velma's been bisexual for 10 years. Yeah, I thought Velma was a lesbian. Velma's a lesbian, right? She was always gay. She's she's like canonically bisexual now. Yeah. So weird. There there was a series in like the early 2010s, I think, like Mystery Incorporated or... Or something. Is where there a it, bigger hubbub over that or the new movie Bros, the gay rom-com? Nobody's talking about Bros. Oh, I've been talking <laughs> no. about it, dude. I said I said specifically that I'm going to bully any hetero man that 
goes to see it to appease a leftist girlfriend. They lost we, money. Let's go see it. No. You and me. <laughs> Dude, if I, see, if I go see it, I'm going to bring one of these cameras in there and I'm going to live stream me talking shit in the yeah. movie theater the whole time. Like, I didn't come the to thing watch is, butt sex, dude. I, I thought some of the jokes in the trailer were a little... Like, there was, there was a bit of wittiness to it. And if it wasn't a gay-ass rom-com, I would have gone and seen it. I, I would have been can't. like, all right. That, that would have at least been enough for me to pirate it. Are there hetero guys that are going to this with their girlfriends oh, thinking sure. it's a bro? Oh, uh, bros. Okay, I'll go watch it. <laughs> and then they Is it sit not down. Zac Efron or yeah, what? Yeah, and then yeah. You know, they sit through the previews. They're like, oh, whatever, popcorn. And then they're like, oh, I fucked up. I I just immediately regret my decision. As soon as I think the, like the first five minutes has like gay sex in it, like the first five minutes. They said, "Yeah, I can get that on Pornhub for free." Well, the the the, 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 the Ryan Kurt was. admits to watching gay porn on Pornhub. I don't. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts that's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over i don't even watch porn anymore (laughs) the claim was that they lost movie they lost movie they lost money because straight people didn't show up to watch it and i i just thought to myself you know controversy aside i'm like why did you expect straight people to come to a movie that's geared towards isn't it geared towards mm-hmm. the gay audience if it's yeah it 100 is well, no 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 the, okay there, there's, there's nothing there's offensive a, about that then there was a game plan here and i'm going to tell you what the game plan is okay um what what they did was they made a movie that caters to less than 25 percent of the population okay and their goal their plan was to make this movie for the 25 percent of the population that needs representation in movies that's fine that's okay just sure. make sure that you don't in spend a free market. Yeah, and just make sure you don't spend more than what you think you will make off that twenty five percent, or you're fucking stupid. They spent more on marketing than they could ever realistically. Correct. And so, so they make this movie, and they decide, okay, we've made this movie to cater to twenty five less than twenty five percent of the population, mm-hmm. and now what we're going to do is we're going to call the other seventy five percent of the population homophobes until they go see the movie. Yeah, essentially, that's the whole map for the movie. That's it. Okay. Okay. Weird. Weird sidetrack today, but like I, I, I got in a talk with a coworker about long COVID. So I went on the CDC website to like see how the fuck they define it, and way down in there, I just kept reading, and they said that bisexual women have one of the highest reported rates of long COVID. It's like, what? It's, really? What? It's actually mental illness, I think. But like, but like, why would you like, why would you say that? First of all, and there would be no like biological marker that would make bisexual women more predisposed towards this. So would it be maybe a vaccination rate? 
That could uh, be part of it, maybe. I don't know. That's a good question, dude. I don't know. But um, like, I will say this. I I think that the I think the majority of um, the woke straight people that didn't go to see bros in the theaters probably didn't want to attend a monkeypox super spreader event. <laughs> well, I sent you that meme of it was like Goku and Vegeta. And they were like, "Let's go fight where there's no one around." And it's them fighting and it in the movie them. theater to the, bro, the bros. It was pretty good. It was a good meme. I had to, I had to reshare that one. That was funny. Oh I have nothing against gay people whatsoever. I grew up well, in San Francisco, dude. So. I sh- I shared a CDC clip on my TikTok about when they first when the monkeypox thing was first breaking and the cdc director called it um men who have sex with men community like kind of stumbled over it instead yeah. of just saying gay men um as being Which is a, as being just a, gay people yeah. yeah just gay people yeah. and then they explained how when children were showing up with monkeypox they were adjacent cases monkeypox adjacent cases and monkey you're like adjacent mm-hmm. How does that work? That's very anyway, strange. Anyway, uh, it's a CDC for you. You have frozen, buddy, so I'm going to have to fix you here. Okay. Oh. I don't know what. I think there's a maybe an hour. Yeah, with the. Or something. I don't know. Or with you off. being frozen, it gives off like weekend at Bernie vibes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You're just like. Frozen in stasis. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. I, I, think I, I think I just have to like restart <laughs> shit. Someday we'll have a fucking producer on the show to do this stuff. Yes. You know, that's where we need to go. We, we can like train Adric to do it. I don't think we can. <laughs> <laughs> I love my little man, dude, but uh, I don't think, I don't think he has that in him. Oh. Oh. I, I was a little confused as to what you were doing. Oh, sorry about that. But These guys have you know? no studio cue knowledge whatsoever. No, That wasn't not. your usual cue for, <laughs> for you to talk. You were like pointing down here or something. Normally you're like... I was doing this. I was going, talk, talk, talk. Yeah, nor- normally you like look at me and you're like talking. I, I normally get the cue, but... Let's talk, Ryan, let's talk about censorship. Let's talk about censorship on, okay. on YouTube and other, and other platforms. So speaking, let's bring it back to the Redacted Caucus here. So we were uh, banned off. We lost our Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe our Instagram account. Um, so I noticed there are other URLs that I'll try and share. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a group called the Proud Boys. You ever heard of that? Yeah, no, no never, obscure. never heard of them. Are they controversial yeah. at all? Right. <laughs> uh, their founder Gavin McInnes has mm-hmm. a show called Censored TV. It's a mm-hmm. network, and they yeah. started with like three yeah, or four shows. shows and everybody's at, yeah. So I am a baby monster. I won't admit that on the air. Uh, I do subscribe to that show. Um, mm-hmm. I, what's that? Infowars. No, not no. A, not Info, Infowars. Censored TV. Is so it? It's get off. It's get off my lawn. Is his show? As he has mm-hmm. a daily show, um, live shows on Thursdays, which I'm missing right now, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wednesdays, you're he's literally on, on a fucking live show, dude. Of I'm it's on okay. a show while I he's streaming a show. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get it That's later. Uh, but on Wednesdays, he's with um, Anthony Cumia of Compound Media in New York City. I know. And Anthony so they have a Cumia, yeah. a show together called Compound Censored. He does a show with uh, Chrissy Mayer. Yes, correct. So it's like $10 a month, 100 bucks a year. I've been a member for two years. I will say this. 
I get my news from him because it's entertaining. Right. And I know he's a controversial figure and that's mm-hmm. fine. I can deal with that. But it's an entertaining way to get your news. If you if I grow a mainstream news news source, one, I'm lied to. Two, <laughs> I don't get the extent of the problem. I don't get the whole story. C the reporters suck. Right. They're they terrible. suck they're so not, bad. They're not entertaining yeah, you, at all. There's no one investigating anything. No. Guys. And they're not, intri- they're, mm-hmm. even if they were in- investigating something, they're so fucking no, boring. It's, it's so inept. So mainstream news is so inept that I have to go behind a paywall to get the Good, actual news, news right. uncensored. Right. It's a problem. I agree. I agree. What do you think, Ryan? You're now a source of news for people in the liberty movement. Can you believe? Can you believe that? Do you think people? God, should trust what you, the Ryan? fuck is the world come to? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I'll at least tell the truth. That's like a huge improvement from the media, like the mainstream listen, media. Listen, I just want you to know what happened. Ryan helped me move, and I didn't have any money to pay him, so I was like, "Hey, dude, you want to be a co-host on my show?" <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually an indentured servant. Yeah, at this point, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's some new controversy mm. for you. No, he's gonna get paid. He's gonna get, actually at the end of this month. Uh, Ryan will start getting paid a, pennies Thanks. to yeah. be on the show. So cheers. Yeah, to my that. my plan is I'm gonna start uh, paying off my mortgage, like extra on my mortgage, because one of my one of my loans is a ten year balloon payment. I want to start getting ahead of that. Well, I sure hope that your fucking mortgage is real low, dude, because you ain't going to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, over, you know, over 10 years, like... Yeah, over 10 years, you might get, yeah. you know, like at least, a, uh, I don't know, the 38th of it paid off or something, dude, for sure, bro. You'd be doing good. No, we should be good. I think that the show's coming back, so we'll be all right. Yeah. But I, I, I do, you know... Mm-hmm. I put a lot of money in the last two oh, months yeah. of the show. So uh, once that's, you know. And I, I feel enjoy like my time better. here. Yeah. So. You sure you have fun? I'll, I'll tell yeah. you, the first time we did a show together, I panned over to you on the camera. And you're like, it's just cool, dude. This is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. First time, first time as a trip. That was, that was the first time I had like seriously been in front of a camera. And now the guy's like at my house twice a week having dinner mm-hmm. with my family. And yeah. my kids love him and shit. So I, mm-hmm. I'm happy to have him around. Yeah, he's good. building he's skills. Great, he's got a great wife. Dude. Building skills. Oh, yeah. His life is really fucking cool, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've been podcasting for four years. Yeah, he does a. Oh, he does a. Fi- I used to uh, do fantasy a football fantasy podcast. football podcast. Oh, and that, okay. Yeah. Now I produced the on that. Ball arguments make sense. Yeah. We we always talk football on this on the show yeah. every t- every single time. Me because I played football and I'm obsessed. I'm mm-hmm. fucking obsessed with football. It's like the one sport besides MMA and sometimes hockey, depending on the season, <laughs> I'm that a... I can talk about all the teams and not just my own team. Basketball, baseball, I can only talk about my teams. Gotcha. I only know Oakland A's. I only know Golden State Warriors. That's it. Football, I can talk about all the teams. Yeah. Every team. I can, I, I I can talk about all yeah. of them. I'm, I'm obsessed. Better he's better than me. Yeah. For sure. I just shied away from football when all the um, with all the CTE and the brain injuries. Yeah. I'd much rather watch UFC fighters punch each other in the head. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if somebody's going to be retarded, they should you know? be retarded for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And, and, and MMA is fun to watch, but I love football. Yeah. I played football. So like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's one of those things we play football. And then the only way, if you don't make it in the NFL, the only way you can live that dream is to watch the NFL and be like, yo, dog, we're going to win this year. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to do <laughs> well, it. It's, it's like one of us. the only healthy forms of tribalism. Right. And oh, like yeah, tribalism's absolutely. built into humans 
And so, unless you're like an Eagles fan, that's not healthy at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the, a byproduct of the city of Philadelphia. Philly, yeah, yeah. But, but it it's healthy tribalism, and it's it's just fun, and it's like like it's it's the way I relate to normal people, right? Like because I I can't talk about my other interests with normies. He's very autistic. It's good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, he's got some social issues, you know. I mean, no, I, I we're all on the spectrum. Buddy. Oh, football is simulated war. Uh, it's a war game. It really kind of, sports, yeah. So. so you're 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 gaining territory. You're seceding territory, and I mean, I can watch it. I I prefer football live, uh, just like auto racing. My dad's a huge NASCAR fan, True. and he can sit there and watch it for three to four hours at a time. And I can watch it for a little while. I can watch, you know, a crash or a highlight. I can't watch four hours of NASCAR Going just left. by myself. It's not interesting. Well, well, my brother in if Christ, I watch it with my dad, smoke meth before turning it on. <laughs> yeah, dude, you you're just doing it wrong, dude. You got to pound like twelve <laughs> to eighteen Budweisers and smoke a ton of meth. Oh, <laughs> you'll love it. My dad took me to a Michigan race when I was a teenager, yeah. and it was a life changing experience. He took me to Indy too. Oh, sick! Indy's yeah, cool. I, I went like to Indy when I was uh, like fourteen I, or something. Yeah, I preferred football on television until last year. And I went to North Carolina to watch Minnesota versus Panthers, and we got end like end zone seats like oh. that side and that angle. It is the best way to watch football yep. because you get to see the whole field. You get to see how people line up and like leverages on the defensive line that you can't see like on television. Because I was like, oh. There's like this cutback line lane available for the running back. So I would call this, I would pull the guard here and then open that up. And they did exactly that. And I was like, holy crap. (laughs) I get it. There's a physicality to it when you're in person. Am I right? Yeah. It was, it was the same for hockey. It was the same for hockey. You're in the same space as the collisions. I, I think there's more, more, more strategic depth to it. There's more information when you're viewing it at that angle, which that's that's wow. the part I love about. Wow, well, he's all yeah. about the he's all about the angles, dog. You know, I see the Ian thing now. I see it. You see it, don't I you? See yeah. it's crystallizing. I, I met him <laughs> yes. and I was like, "That's my fucking Ian, dude. Yes. That's the one right there. That is yes. my Ian." But I, I dig him. it. I dig it. Yeah. If you're into it like that, I totally dig. It. I like. I just like people that are passionate about. Yeah, things. dude. Fucking passionate, oh, I, dude. Yeah, I. I love it. I am either passionate about something or I am not. <laughs> I am like I on the big five personality matrix. If you know anything about that, I'm what? real autistic yeah. right now. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm huge Tell into psychology. Okay. So I'm I'm very very high in openness, but low in enthusiasm. So it's difficult to get me interested in something. But I have my things that I'm interested in, and man, do they. Are they the greatest joy in my life? But buddy, you know what that's called, right? <laughs> it's called autism. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aldous Huxley has a great quote about this. Aldous said, Huxley was also autistic. <laughs> he, he said, an, an, an intellectual is a man that has found something more interesting than sex. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that a good, good one. Yeah, I know. I've never heard that. Yeah. Aldous Huxley was also very autistic. Aldous... Aldous Huxley is my favorite author. Brave New World is my favorite book. That's going on my list. I don't even know who my favorite author is like, at this point. I've read so many fucking I'm a Michael Crichton guy. 
Michael Crichton. Rest in peace. He wrote good books. I would Rest say that peace. growing up, Dean Koontz was my favorite. I oh. love Dean Koontz books. My mom, I was in juvenile hall for a time. What? Quite a long time. I and, don't uh, believe you. Yeah. <laughs> How were you in juvenile hall? I, I did some time in juvenile hall as a child. I wasn't the best kid. And it sucks because I had a great mother. I really did. And I put her through hell. Thankfully, we're like best friends now. I love her with all my heart. But um, she got me, because she's a big, she reads all that shit. Like the fucking thick books that you see. Like a writer made like 600 of them. Stephen King and Dean Koontz and fucking all these people. And she brought me a book called The Watchers by Dean Koontz. Which they actually made a movie of that had Corey Haim in it. Um, no shit. Yeah, dude. It's, very, it's not very known. And it was actually a really good movie. Um, but if you know anything about the book, it's a fucking really cool book. Um, and he's got like this dog that's like genetically engineered and fucking, I don't know, dude. Anyways, I had never to this point not been able to put a book down. Like I've always like, I, you know, I read, I've always read, I had a very high reading level my whole life and comprehension is good, but I'm ADHD as fuck, dude, like bad. Right. And so like I'd read a page and then I'd look away and then I have to read the page. Even though I just read it, I had no idea what it said. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I had to read books twice. Always. I mean, each page twice. You got Every to Dean Koontz and you discovered the phenomena of hyperfocus. Couldn't put it down. <laughs> Could not fucking put it down. I used to get in trouble for reading in class all of the time. My, in fifth grade, my teacher banned me from reading the Animorph series because she thought it wasn't a high enough level for me. <laughs> You're like, but bitch, I, I like was, it, though. I was like, I'm fucking reading. <laughs> I mean, through your classes, but I'm still reading. I, I'd go through like two of those a day. <laughs> listen, 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 dude. If, uh, if those progressives knew how to read, they'd be really mad. Hey, uh, so we're getting, we're getting close to the end of the public stream. We're going to do Josh. a members-only stream where we can just basically say whatever the fuck we Absolutely. want. Absolutely. I, I heard uh, that you had a really cool uh, 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 kind of question for us about George Floyd. Oh, I do. Yeah, we should yeah, reserve that I for do. the members only. So we'll take that into the members only. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get really in-depth into the George yep. Floyd. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's going to be dope, dude. If you're, if you're not a member of the channel, uh, you can sign up on the, on the YouTube. Uh, of course, you just hit the join link under all my videos and then go to the community tab and look in uh, my members only chat. There'll be a link there for tonight's members only show. Or you can join the Patreon or subscribe start live streams now to both of those platforms. Mm -hmm. It did not used to. It does now. Um, so you can have either one of those things. Uh, the, the Patreon and the Subscribestar are both uh, the, the website.com with the forward slash break the cycle JS, all one word. Uh, and we'll talk about George Floyd and. Um, yeah, I, I, I should have brought this up. Of violent uh, crimes in the United Yeah, States. I should have brought this up. I, I do have a bachelor's degree in criminology from right. the University of Northern Iowa. Right. So I would love to kind of expound on that and kind of hit some new angles. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love you guys to death, man. Uh, hey, before we take off, bro, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you, where they can listen to you, support you, yes. the caucus, all that good stuff. So Libertarian Party of Iowa is lpia.org. Uh, Redactus Caucus is redactedcaucus.org. Not retarded caucus. Not retarded caucus. You should buy the URL for retardedcaucus.org and, and make yep. it... Go to the redacted caucus site. It's a good call. I like it. Put that in the back of mind. Uh, on social media, uh, let's see. My TikTok is uh, Poison Tip Scorpion. 
uh, poison underscore tip. Poison trip on poison TikTok, tip. and I think there's a link tree on my TikTok account. Though. You have a TikTok? I do. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes, me too. There's a lot of listen. I was against it at first. I told my wife, "Don't download this. It's the CCP." Oh my god. Uh, there's actually a big movement right now from Instagram to TikTok because Instagram will is censoring a lot of stuff. It's also not just that. So I don't give a fuck if the CCP owns it. They already have all of our information anyways. What, Correct. What is cool is that whoever the fuck owns it does not censor shit except for copyrighted claims. Uh, actually, but... they do on uh, violent con- I like I post a lot of crime stuff. Oh, sure. And if there's a violent crime where there's maybe a firearm involved, I have had those tagged. And I've got a warning on my account right now. Maybe one more flag and I'm gone, but I'm almost to 1,000. I want to do that. Get- subscribe if you can. Poison underscore tip. Um, if I get 1,000, I can do like lives and yep. interviews and stuff. My, so my TikToks break the cycle JS. And um, I have like 5,400 followers or something. But I have a video that has over, I have one TikTok that has over 1.5 million views. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And it's the most, like, some of the YouTube name, shorts nothing. have been popping off a little bit. I also did a, um, I also did a uh, review of the Tiger King two years ago <laughs> on there that's been viewed over 700,000 times. Nice. So, and people nice. used it as like the sound. Which is kind of cool, like a ton of like a ton of fucking people use the sound. That's how you know if you if you make something original on TikTok and the sounds cool, yeah, it becomes yours. Yeah, yeah it becomes yeah. yours. They but, share yours. But a ton of people will make it and then like make their own little fucking thing to it. You know. Yes. And then the people will always go back to find the original. That's how they find yours? Uh, good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. So you got to come up with some dope okay. original shit. On if TikTok. only I had like a cool sounding voice. Yeah, that's Why? hard to follow. I only had like a quarter. I had a quarter mil on my. Um, ATF video. I mean, uh, a video on TikTok about how the U.S. population is 330 million people, and um, uh, the ATF is actually only about 2,500 actual field agents. Right. So I made a little video on wow, that. Wow, and they kill like 12,000 dogs a year. That's an impressive <laughs> rate. So, so uh, 2,500 yeah. 2, yeah. field agents? Yeah, tw- there's, 20, there's more people in the ATF than that, but the actual people that like come and knock on doors and do dumb shit is like only 2,500. And they so, all have addresses. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> when they try and scare you. No, true. Yeah, my wife's going to call me right now. There's people at the door. Yeah. But... Um, we yeah. I, if if anything, I can leave with is just don't. We shouldn't have this fear about this tiny minuscule agency. It's like this tiny David and Goliath game going on where they're scaring you into submission. They're scaring you into compliance. And this obviously is not legal advice, but I would advise everybody just don't comply. Yeah. If we all stop complying, this would go away. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a COVID thing, you know. Absolutely. I agree, man. I agree fully. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, dude. I really do. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm at this point. I'm almost to a point where I'm like, you know what? This is the, the, the normal co-host team from now on, bro. What do you think? Free. Uh, I would take AJ. Bring he's got to he be free every Monday and Thursday, though. Doc. Bring me back. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, I, think, yeah. I think going forward, we're going to have AJ on the show more because he's hilarious. He's way funnier than I am, and I need that in the, in the studio because I'm just not funny. And Ryan, love you, dude. You're not funny. Sorry, Ryan. What? I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm just kidding. No, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you're great. Wait. You bring a... a uh, you bring... Wait, I, I can take a lot of shit, but not funny. <laughs> that, I will not stand for that. 
Uh, I've won fucking awards for my See? for my humor. Jesus, get Christ. ready for that punch, Ryan. Yeah, get ready for that punch. It's almost over. We're gonna punch you on on members only. I'm gonna hold you down and tickle you till you pee your pants, and then he's gonna punch you in the face. Uh, do you got anything before we head out, Ryan? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Bulldog Gamer twenty eight. I know, I know. Real, real cool username. Hell yeah. So, I mean, the gummy gamer was me. like kind of a, a cool term back in like 2013 when I made it. So. I'm still a fucking gamer, dude. Yeah. I will be a gamer for the rest of my entire life. Um, not only mm-hmm. because I play games, but because I'm a <laughs> Because you use racer, racial slurs. Are you guys Call of Duty or Battlefield? <laughs> I, I'm Call of Neither. Duty. Neither. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm not an FPS player, really. Call of Duty, but I I have not. Do you want to know the truth? Battlefield. I, in the in the last two years, you know what I've played? I've only played two games in the last two years, and I probably for the foreseeable future will be the only two games that I play. Fortnite. Oh, I know. Oh, I know, dude. My son loves it, and oh, I, oh I, dear. Listen, you see the TV over there behind? Oh Ryan? dear. There's an Xbox on that TV mm-hmm. down here in my man cave. My son has a PlayStation upstairs in his bedroom. And we can play together, and it's bond, father son bonding time. And sure. I, I don't really want him playing Modern Warfare and being in those lo- lobbies. You know what I mean? True. Um, and so it's an opportunity for me to hang out and play with my son. Now, sometimes when he goes to bed, I'll play by myself because I can't let his level be higher than mine. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, right? I understand. It can't be higher than mine, dude, because I'm, I'm dad. I'm better at video games than you are, son. And I need you to understand that forever. So you're never going to be better than me. And I've done some petty shit. He's like, he's like, Dad, you bought the battle pass. I'm like, yeah, I got it. He's like, he's like, oh, cool. Can you buy it for me? It's like next week. No, bud. no. next week <laughs> <laughs> on payday, bud. I'll get you the battle yeah. pass next week. Because <laughs> I gotta get higher than him, or he'll beat me just on like an hour a day. I don't That's even know natural. how he does it. That's natural. Yeah, I don't even know how he does it. That and Rocket League. I love Rocket League. That's my okay. game. Okay. Soccer, I'm not a Rocket League guy. Soccer but... with cars, dude. It's really fucking cool. Oh, I've seen it. And you I've can fly it. and course crew. Yep. And it's really, really like involved and hard. It's much harder than people think it is. I, I jest, but whatever's fun, yeah. play it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not anti There's a lot of fun stuff. I was playing yeah. I'm playing a game this week. Yeah, Ryan's like, been playing this week called sex the... simulator for the last uh, couple of weeks. Inscription. He really enjoys it. <laughs> but, uh, the, I mean, there are some fucking wild games out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm... I'm I'm tempted to start gifting them to one of my friends, just like uh, oh no, my mom's a futinari, like things like that. I don't know what the fuck that is. What? Uh, <laughs> my kids, my kids like a lot of weird games too. They like the uh, the Hello Neighbor game. Oh yeah, which is I actually tried. I sat there and played it for like six hours once, dude. Which yeah, Hello you know Neighbor is? game? What is that? Your next door neighbor. It's like this fucking first person game, and yeah. your next door neighbor is a serial killer. And you have to get into his house and get all these things out of his house and do these things without getting caught. Oh, Which okay. version okay. did you play? Just the original Hello Neighbor, I think. Well, the, okay. Because so I think Hello part Neighbor two, you had... actually are the serial killer in part two. Uh, well, Hello Neighbor has a long, a long history. And oh. if it's like the release version, that's considered like the bad version of the game. This just got way too autistic for me. I don't know. It's called Hello <laughs> Neighbor. And yeah. I have to sneak into the next door neighbor's house mm-hmm. and steal shit because he's a serial killer. And we play Goat Simulator. Oh, Goat Simulator is great. Sorry, Goat yeah. Simulator. Yeah, Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator goat. three is coming out like next and year, and you just are free run around this city. 
and you can do all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit. You can fling the goat off things and it's bounce the goat. It's intentionally incredibly buggy and janky. Yeah, it's what fucking awesome. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. And you can, you can, you know, like turn into Satan and... All sorts of wild All stuff. Of well, my kids are six and five, so this is probably mm-hmm. I'm looking at my future, seeing my future right now. Yeah, this is it. It's coming for you, buddy. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. welcome. I'm a grandpa, two times. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe it. You fart, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had fun tonight. This was a good show. We should yeah. do this more often. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, you got anything before we go? Besides, I mean, uh, are you sure you didn't fart? <laughs> 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 I don't think there is. Okay. There was there was something at one point, but I forgot it. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Hey, we're gonna get out of here. This was fun. Hour and twenty three minutes tonight. We I'm holding in my pee like Joe Rogan. There's a fucking bathroom right there, dude. Go piss. I'll take the camera off you. You'll be right. You don't even have nothing to do for the rest of the time. Yeah. Uh before we get going though, if you guys want to come check out the members only show, like I said, join uh the YouTube channel or uh go check out the Patreon or the subscribe star. Both of those are break the cycle JS. You get all the uh all the, the members-only streams, there's like 160 of them up there right now. If you haven't been a member of this channel, there's like 160 more episodes of content that you have not caught. Um, all With all the guests that have been on the show, including Tom Woods, Dave Smith, Scott Horton. You can go Michael see Tom Woods say the F word. Yeah, you can see Tom say the F word uh, after debating on whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Bolden. Fucking, oh, dude, there's just so many people that have been on there. Um, and there's some really great episodes. Me? Yeah, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan, yeah, I mean he's up there. He's right up there with Tom Woods, dude. yeah. Um, but yeah, really great stuff. So if you guys want to come and hang out with us in the members only chat, we get a little more loose over there. We were pretty loose this episode, but we get a lot more loose over there. It's a lot of fun, and it um, wasn't quite like last members only where we spent an hour talking about food, food, barbecue, and and Mexican food, dude. It was a good yeah. one, yeah. With 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 the next governor of Rhode Island, who's amazing, by the way. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm a big fan. I, I put a gummy bear in my mouth right before I'm going to talk about sponsors. <laughs> Uh, guys, go check out TopLobster.com. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Bright Cycle. Where you can get this great Tetris Tower Gang shirt and give some love to the Tower Gang. Who is at war with the blue checks um, by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join the Patreon subscribe star. I'm going to keep saying these things over and over and over again. Or the uh, YouTube channel and get into a really cool private Discord server that basically Ryan moderates at this point. Uh, and uh, get all the Top Lobster's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public. A 30% discount. Really great stuff, I promise you. If you're doing like five to ten bucks a month for for Break the Cycle, and you're also buying Top Lobster gear at, at like a decent rate, um, you're really uh, getting the support of this show for free, getting awesome deals on, and eventually free shirts from Top Lobster, and you're supporting both of us as uh, the starving artists we are. So we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. They help their organizations solve unsolvable problems in the technology and HR arenas. They serve clients all over, but currently in New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Illinois, Iowa, Iowa, no, Ohio, Indiana, and their client list is growing. Their team leads by example. Anthem consultants have led their own organizations through demanding periods of change. Now they help clients succeed in the face of technology and personnel challenges. Um, yeah, oh, I was going to say, oh, 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 by the way, before we get into the next uh, executive producer credit, Monday, Jeremy Kaufman will be oh, on the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Awesome. Yeah, dude, that'll be fun. You can come by for that one if you want, dude. Maybe I will. Yeah, if you want to be here on Monday, we could all fucking do it, because we can do three cameras and the virtual cam. 
We, oh yeah, we yeah. turn off the monitors so this yeah mess me up. Yeah, you'll be fine, dude. We could totally do it. Good. So so maybe 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 if you want to be around Monday, we'll have AJ back in the studio mm -hmm. and Ryan and myself and Jeremy fucking Kaufman, the man, the myth, the legend. Jeremy Kaufman will be in here to tell us which, what we're supposed to believe uh, and tell us all about New Hampshire and his Senate race, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm excited about that show. I, fucking, I have hung out with Jeremy Kaufman several times now, and I can tell you he is, for all the shit he takes, dude, he is probably one of the coolest fucking people I've ever hung out with in my entire life, dude. He is just absolutely fantastic. So definitely be around for that show. It's going to be fun. That's Monday at 7.30 p.m. Corn time, I like to call it. Have you heard me call it corn time before? Corn time? Corn time. Corn time. Corn time. We're on yeah. corn time, bro. Yeah. We're in the center of the country. It's Indeed. corn time, buddy. So, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of course, go check out new executive. This is the last time. This is the end. The new executive producers of the show. Cowell Creative Content, my good friend Craig Cowell and his wife. They're amazing people. Uh, they specialize in SEO to help your site rank well on Google or other search engines, website design, optimized website content writing, optimized blog posts, copywriting, social media content management, newsletter writing and design, ghost writing and editing services, resume and cover letter writing. They work with all kinds of clients, real estate, uh, including in the real estate space, addiction treatment, mental health, healthcare, banking and payment processing, not the Federal Reserve. I always I want to give that disclaimer, not the Federal Reserve. They won't work with them. <laughs> uh, they've worked with just about every industry, even libertarian political candidates and influencers, such as my good friend and mentor, Larry Sharp, who I respect very much. If they work with Larry Sharp, I promise you they're good enough to work with you. I promise you. Go check them out today. They've been in business since 2012. And they've worked with hundreds of clients, including some people probably uh, that watch the show they will now wa work with. So I, I'm very excited about that, and I hope you guys will go check out that partnership. I promise you, uh, using Colwell Creative Content is going to help you get in front of your target audience. No doubt. Uh, guys, I'll see you uh, for the show on Monday with Jeremy Kaufman. AJ Fisher might be back in the studio. We'll have Ryan Kurt here. It's going to be a great time. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. To explain the lyrics of my last song, they seem to contain a violent call to action and a verse from the brain. But I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So when any violence you commit, I am not an excuse. Cause I just landed in Minecraft. Well, Trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold. Accusations of incitement getting totally old. Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There are nothing I mean, you know it No product is cause it close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm